Welcome back to the Suresh podcast. In the last chapter, we heard how Bhai Gurdas was just being tormented in Banaras amongst all the wealthy gifts, the praise, the respect that he was receiving. It still wasn't affecting him at all. He was just being tormented, being separated from Guru Hargobind. This love he had was being felt by Guru Hargobind as well, all the way in Amritsar. Bhai Gurdas was writing poetry in remembrance of the Guru, and Guru Hargobind was feeling the pull from Bhai Gurdas's love. So the last chapter ended with Guru Hargobind prepping a messenger who he was going to send to Banaras to retrieve Bhai Gurdas. Chapter 5 now begins describing how the great love Bhai Gurdas had for the Guru was pulling at the Guru's heart. He prepped his messenger to then test Bhai Gurdas once again. The Guru had a Hukumnama, a proclamation written. The poet says, I am reciting it now how it was written. O King of Banaras, you are a Sikh of the Guru, so listen. It's come to be known that a thief of the Guru's house has been residing near you. He's living in Ganshi. Search for him and tie him up in handcuffs. His name is Gurdas. Imprison him and send him to me. The Guru will be greatly happy towards you if you quickly find this thief and send him our way. So this Hukumnama was written. The messenger took it to Ganshi, to the king. He arrived there at the court. He found out who the king was and delivered the Hukumnama to him. The king who took the Hukumnama and respectfully placed it on his head. He then pulled it down. He read the entire Hukumnama and understood what it said and started to ask the court. The one who has taken the Guru's possessions, where could he be in Kanshi? Everybody replied saying, no one has come like that to our city. If he has come, well, then we'll search around and find him. At that point, the king sent out a call. A search party. These people were going around yelling, asking everybody, is there a thief of the Guru here? They roamed around the entire city. And at that point, Bhai Gurdas arrived within the court of the king. He sat on a high seat there and began to recite the Guru's Shabad, the Guru's writings, explaining it to the court. When the recitation of the Katha, the discourse was complete, the king was greatly pleased and said to Bhai Gurdas, let me tell you word from the Guru. They had sent somebody here with a Hukumnama. He sent a messenger with this command saying that there is a thief that has come into this area and his name is Gordas and that if we found him, we should tie him up and send him back to Amritsar. And in doing so, we would receive the great graces of the Guru. We've searched the entire city, but we can't find anybody who fits this description. Bhai, Gurdas heard this and thought in his mind and then he said to the king, this Hukumnama, it's written about me. The Guru has seen these vices within me. I have become the thief of the Guru and becoming Be'amuk, facing away from the Guru, I've run away and arrived here. This is my great sin. Such a sin that no sadhu, no holy man would ever commit it. And even then the Guru has adhered to his faith to forgive me. That's why they are calling me. The king heard this and he was in shock. He said, what are you saying? How are you taking on such a big crime? accepting blame is written there here that we have to tie them up that this person is living in Kanshi that we should find him here what have you done to your guru you are so wise so intelligent a peace-giving sadhu you are this must be written about somebody else in the city we will slowly and slowly search for that person throughout the city if we find him then we'll send him but if we don't we'll just write back that we didn't find anybody like that here Bhai Gurdas heard this and replied saying, Where is that Sikh that the Guru sent? Bring him here. 
And at that point, the king called over the messenger, walked into the court, and immediately recognized Bhai Gurdas. He bowed down to him. He asked him how he was doing. He was so happy to meet Bhai Gurdas. Both of them were meeting each other so happily, actually. Everybody there saw how lovingly they met each other. And then Bhai Gurdas explained to the king, Listen, king, this is just a plan of the Guru to test me. First, he had all the money he had sent with me. He made it appear that it was just broken clay bits. I lost my way. I lost my faith. I didn't understand what happened. The play, the feats of the Guru are beyond comprehension. They are not able to be known. A Sikh cannot handle these tests and shouldn't say that they are able to handle them either. He said in anger to tie me up. This is also a test for me if I accept it or not. But now I will not be deluded from this. I will accept it. I will do as it's written. You should do this as well. I will become this thief. To the goal receive then the darshan of the Guru. That which I have stolen, I will be forgiven by the Guru. I will not send back this command of the Guru. I will accept it. So tie me up and send me back. Everybody in the court heard this. They were shocked. The king was shocked. They all received such wisdom of the Guru from Pai Gurdas. Now Pai Gurdas over and over again is asking for them to tie him up, to follow the command. He quickly wanted them to do this. He was in such a hurry to go see Guru Hargavan. And at that point, the king said, well, take me as well. I also want to receive the darshan, the divine sight of the exalted Guru Master. Pai Gurdas comforted him and said, come, but come after me. It's not right that you would come along with me. And at that point in Kashi, thousands of Sikhs had come to meet Pai Gurdas, who met them all with love and comfort. Such a large group then got together of Sikhs. They were ready to go along with Pai Gurdas, Tamritsar. But Pai Gurdas constantly was telling them not to come along, to stay there. Even then, the 700 Pandits who became Sikhs, they were in such awe with the actions of Pai Gurdas that they were saying that they also wanted to go and see the Guru for the first time. So Pai Gurdas had his hands tied behind his back and they set off. The king came out of the city as well for some distance with Pai Gurdas to bid him farewell. Before then heading back to his own city, he bowed down to him. Everybody was in such shock about what was happening. And along with the king, a big group had gone. They all traveled about 10 kilometers outside of Banadas to bid farewell to Pai Gurdas. And they only went back after Pai Gurdas kept telling them to just go. After everybody left, it was only Pai Gurdas and the Sikh. And the Sikh said to him with some humility, Pai Gurdas, you are the greatest of all Sikhs. Blessed, blessed are you. There is truly nobody else like you. You obeyed the command of the Guru in its full. In all ways, you've cut away your praise, being so humble. But listen to me. You will not be able to travel the whole path like this with your hands tied behind your back. Only if I open up your handcuffs, then you'll be able to travel. And then when we get close to Amritsar, I'll tie them back on like we have them now. So the Sikh messenger said this. As he said this, he was humbly grabbing the feet of Pai Gurdas, who then replied saying, this treatment is suitable for me. I am a thief. You may have some other thought, but we should do as the Guru wishes. So Pai Gurdas said this and went the entire way with his hands tied behind his back, all the way to Amritsar. And behind them, at some distance, the 700 new Sikhs were following along the path. When they reached Amritsar, Guru Hargobind was seated there gloriously on the Akal Takht. 
Around his head, a beautiful whisk was flying. Around, on all four sides, the sick warriors and the Guru's family was seated there, stunningly dressed in fancy clothes and strapped with weapons. All the congregation was seated there, and Pai Gurdas and the sick arrived there. His hands were clasped behind his back, and he bowed down straight like a stick with great love. He then stood up, face on with the Guru. He was seeing what he had desired for so long in his heart. He was hoping for this sight. Guru Hargobind himself was so happy in his heart as well. There was such love and happiness between the Guru and his Sikh. Inside his heart, he was so delighted to see Pai Gurdas. But instill, testing him, he adorned an angry demeanor and spoke harshly, criticizing Pai Gurdas. He says, what great horses you brought for us. You quickly went with the six reaching there. You took all this money and then ran away, leaving all that behind. You didn't realize that it'd be a big problem for the Guru's house. And you went to go live in foreign lands after at Banaras. We've recognized you as such a faithful Sikh. And now when this work came about, this is how you act? Why are you not responding to me? You went in this manner and what happened? Bhai Gurdas heard this and thought it in his mind and then began to recite two savayas, two meters that he has written in his barni. He says, a drop of water in front of an ocean, a shiny piece of sand in front of the sun. How can they show their glory there? Birds and smoke rising up into the air see the endless sky and they are embarrassed. The insects which fly out from the cluster fig tree, when they fly out into the sky, they get embarrassed with how large the sky and endless it is as well. You, Guru Hargobind, are the creator. I am just a small insect. In front of you, what can I say? There's no other beggar or unfortunate person like me in the world. And Guru Hargobind, there's no equivalent benevolent master like you in the world. There's no other poor, unwise, uneducated person like me in the world. And Guru Hargobind, there's no other equivalent compassionate person in the world. There's no sinner or vice-filled person like me in the world. And Guru Hargobind, you are the pristine helper of the world. I am an ocean of vice. You are an ocean of virtue. I'm going to hell, but you are my only one support. In this way, Pai Gurda said this and desired to come more forward. He got close and bowed down again at the lotus-like feet of the Guru. And when Guru Hargobind saw that he was just totally clear of any ego, any arrogance, any vice, how he had become so pure, Guru Hargobind then just laughed and said, Oh, Bhai Gurdas, you are blessed. You have earned the great faith of the Guru. Please get up and leave my feet. You are greatly beloved to me, such a lover of the Guru. You said a Sikh should never lose faith in his Guru. Think and contemplate on this line. I've tested you now. And really, there's no other Sikh as exalted as you, Bhai Gurdas. Guru Hargobind said this. He got up and he himself opened the handcuffs off of Pai Gurdas's hands. He then sat him close, and the entire court then understood the entire drama of what happened, the play of it all. They all started to say, blessed is the Guru, and blessed are his Sikhs. Their play is beyond any comprehension. Nobody can understand it. The offerings that the King of Ganshi brought were so vast and grand, along with the other offerings, the 700 Sikhs who came, and what they brought, they came forward, they offered it to the Guru, they were sitting there in awe, just seeing the pristine nature of Guru Hargobind. Guru Hargobind looked at these new six, the 700, and said, Pai Gurdas, you went alone. 
and you came back with 700. This is the conduct of a Sikh of a Guru. They behave benevolently, they help others wherever they go, they help and take people across this ocean-like existence. They cannot stand to look at the pains of others. They deliver the Guru's teachings, distributing great bliss. And at that point, Pai Gurdas wrote another stanza. This is in Pai Gurdas's 35th Vaad or Ballad, Bodhi, stanza 22. He writes, if a mother gives her child poison, who will protect the child? If a guard steals from his employer, who would know? If a boatman throws somebody over into the river, who will save them? If a king kills his populace, then who can one cry to? And if a guru deludes his sick, if the guru puts on a mask, a sham, then what can a poor sick in front of that do? In this way, Pai Gurdas wrote much praise of the guru, understanding himself as minor compared to the guru. When Guru Hargobind heard this, he uplifted him by his arm, he hugged him, and within the court, the guru uplifted Pai Gurdas, honoring him greatly there, saying, Blessed, blessed are you, Pai Gurdas. Compared to before, he was now respected tenfold. Guru Hargobind kept him close, and within the court, the praise of Pai Gurdas spread so greatly across both domestic and foreign lands. Within the Guru's house, Pai Gurdas was the greatest. Amongst all the Guru Sikhs there, he was the head, the pinnacle. And this is how chapter 5 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear of Guru Hargobind's son's wedding, Suraj Mal's wedding. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangla Charan Patreon page. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>